0: Hi there, it's Ginger Bell, and today is Wednesday, March 18th, and today is the very first of our series of our hashtag Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit video series. And I decided I wanted to do just a little kind of timestamp of where we are uh, right now as far as the coronavirus outbreak. And so uh, in the U.S. right now, we have over 7,000 cases and 97 deaths so we are under lockdown they've uh, cut off travel between canada and the united states Uh, san francisco is under lockdown and uh, we're all just hanging in there so i hope you're doing well i hope you enjoy this video and just remember to flatten the curve not the spirit well hi there welcome to um, an episode that we have just started during these challenging times in march of 2020 that we are calling Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit, and my name is Ginger Bell. I am the founder and CEO of Edgy Marketing and Mortgage List, and today I have with me Laura Brando, who is the president and partner for AFR, and Laura, thanks so much for hopping on and for agreeing to be able to share some important information about staying positive in these trying times.
1: Well, Ginger, number one, thank you so much for coming up with this. You know, whenever something difficult, a difficult situation happens, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to make of either following all the negativity or saying to yourself, what can I do to remain positive and share that with others? So thank you for doing this.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, we haven't been through anything like this before, but this is... Definitely not one of the first challenges we've been through, especially as an industry, you know, mortgage meltdown, 2008, and uh, that was a a big challenge, obviously, not a health scare, but, you know, still, nevertheless, a challenge. And then, of course, 9-11. So it's uh, not the first time for many of us that we've been through this. Um, But something a little bit different. And so, you know, just looking at, number one, and you do a fabulous job on putting videos out there. Uh, You know, I just was watching your your motivation Monday message, which is fabulous to put those out there. But I think, as you said, now more than ever, it's important to have that. So what are the things that you are doing to stay positive right now?
1: Right. Well, positivity is something that I live every single day because I decide that if we get to wake up and we get to have this wonderful day in our life, I'm not going to waste it. And even when things are going swimmingly or things don't have challenges, you still have to think about how am I going to make the most of every day? Right. Now, The most important thing right now is to kind of segue away from constantly watching the news. As humans, we generally, we wanna stay informed and we never wanna have somebody tell us, hey, did you just hear that the governor did this or did you just hear? So we're always like, oh, we have to know what's happening. But during these times, there's information overload. Our brains are automatically going into fight or flight. We are saying to ourselves, well, if I don't know what's happening, I might miss out on going and getting canned goods at Costco, or I may be, you know, missing out on getting paper products, you know, because naturally we automatically go into this defense mode. We go into this, I need to protect my loved ones, I need to protect my family. But you have to remember that when your brain is in that defensive mode, you actually can't think properly. If you're, especially if you're in a leadership role, you have to make sure that you're feeding your brain with some form of positivity, because if you continue to have this defense mode, you actually can't lead your family, your team, or the clients or referral partners that you are entrusted to work with. So how do you stay positive? Number one, Listen to your favorite music. Turn the news off. You know, check on it a couple times, but don't have it on every minute of the day. Mm -hmm. Don't you give yourself a break. And, you know, read something. Listen to a podcast. Go on YouTube and what? What? You know what else? Here's another thing. You mentioned 9-11. You mentioned the, the economic meltdown. We almost think to ourselves that we would feel bad if we're not feeling bad. But I'm telling you right now, I'm giving everyone permission. It's okay to laugh at a funny meme that somebody put up about people holding toilet paper. It's okay to put a smile on your face. You don't have to constantly walk around in a state of panic because when you do that, you're not making clear, possible, probable decisions. So allow yourself to have that release because by putting a smile on your face or petting your dog, hugging your children, giving yourself that moment, you actually will make better decisions for yourself, your family, and your business.
0: Absolutely. You know, um, being obviously a far with wholesale, um, your TPO clients, for many of them, they have business on their own or smaller organizations and so you know just thinking in terms of what they need to do to be able to keep themselves and their team informed about what's happening in the industry and I know you know just before this call you were actually on a call with the MBA talking about some of the needs of wholesalers and some of the things that you need and some of the the difficulties that are happening with these closures and just in terms of the whole mortgage process. So what are the things that are that the mortgage broker needs to look at as far as getting information? Some of the, what are some of the resources that are available to them to be able to get good timely information yeah. right Thank now? Thank you
1: for that. And yes, we have an impromptu call. Kudos to the Mortgage Bankers Association for, for getting to with some of the top wholesale lenders to allow us the opportunity to jump on a call Voice some of the concerns we have, you know, questions about appraisers not feeling comfortable going yeah. into people's homes or the, the borrowers aren't comfortable with the appraiser coming into the home. Right. Title companies, you know, notaries aren't comfortable going out. Um, recording the documents, some of the counties are closing. So what about the recording? What about verifications of employment where the schools are closed or the jobs are on furlough? You know, situations like that. The MBA allowed us the opportunity to bring up and voice those concerns. And now they're working with the different agencies to say, okay, what are we going to do here? What about forbearance agreements? What about the people that are going to have difficulty making their mortgage payments? All of these are vital and questions that we need to have answers to. And they are going back to all the agencies and to Washington to say, maybe we can make this modification. Oh, another thing. The three-day timing for the initial disclosures, there's such an influx of business right now that the wholesale lenders are having difficulty maintaining the appropriate compliance timelines. So that's another thing that came up. These are all valid points. Now, I will tell you, the MBA provided us with some updates about closures of counties and different things that have to do with keeping up on this, and they told us share this with your brokers, share this with all the TPO originators so that they are aware of what's happening. And we voice, we need to have more from the MBA. So we can provide that to all the originators out there so that they're aware. And, you know, Ginger, I'll tell you, I'm very proud of the fact that this is a moment in time when you're seeing an industry start to come together again. And realize that we all, have to it doesn't matter if you were competitors yesterday. We're together at this moment because we have to help our originator partners and of course their families.
0: Right. Well and I think what's important too, just as the MBA got information from you, giving information to you, it's important for originators to pass on that information to real estate agents. Yes. Because you know a lot of times they don't understand you know the the implications of compliance with the three-day rule you know as far as just sending out disclosures with the three-day rule as far as the closing disclosure with the the challenges as far as these closures so you know being able to take that information and compile it and it doesn't have to be something so succinct but just to put together a video and just say hey i just want to let you know i just found out you know, these are some of the challenges that we're having right now, but as an industry, we're working on this, and I just wanted to let you know. So, you know, in times like this, what we need is reassurance. Yes. It's not going to be all the answers, but it's just a matter of knowing that we're aware of the problems, we're working on the problems, we're gonna get through the problems, and so, you know, just be able to relax a little bit, and that's what kind of gets people very nervous. And we're busy. So yes. we're getting a lot of phone calls. And you know, it's not helping that every you know all the every single news station is saying rates are zero. I say, like, yeah, rates aren't zero. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure that we would want rates to be zero because you know, zero
1: of zero is zero. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. But oh, you uh, are correct. That's a very good point of uh, right now. The biggest thing that we can do to get back our control. Is to communicate okay even if like you said even if we don't have all the answers okay. being able to jump on a call with the realtor with the borrower with whoever you're speaking to and just say we're aware we're having discussions the people at, at the higher level are working on this and I will keep you informed right there that shows that you're in our minds you're in our hearts. We have control of the situation. This is because right. when things get crazy is when people feel out of control. Right. Yep. So we're gonna control the situation and I'm going to continue to communicate with you. And by providing that communication, you've gained back some control.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's that loss of control, which is so hard. And and you know, really the only thing we can control is how we react. And so being able to manage that is so important. So, you know, talking about communication, what are some of the things that you're doing at FR to be able to communicate with your staff?
1: Yeah, and and very good point. We're continuing to provide the communication with them. I mean, luckily, thank goodness, I mean, I've been, majority of my staff has been remote for many many years so we didn't have to do a lot of work in terms of oh people can work remotely my staff with very small number of people didn't have access to remote and that was simply because they didn't have a need before so it was pretty simple from that standpoint I mean as far as everything else that's going on we are just telling them one family at a time one loan it's it's literally once again yes we know we have lots and lots of volume and lots of families and lots of clients to help at this moment we just have to take one at a time work together we're in it together um it's funny we speak about the whole video thing i actually do a video every morning at six o'clock in the morning to my company I actually put myself in front of the camera and I speak to them and tell them. And we discuss what's happening outside the world and inside our company. So I think it's extremely important as a leader to continue to put yourself out there to speak about whether it's good topics or not good topics. You have to continue to communicate. And my biggest thing is over communication because no one will ever be upset with you. If yeah. you tell them over and over again, they only get nervous when they don't, they can't get a hold of someone. Right. So even the timing of the disclosure thing, sure, everybody gets nervous of, you know, oh my, but it's once they understand, okay, you're up next, you know, we're gonna have you in line. And people say, no worries, you have got it under control. Right. We're good. Yeah. So my recommendation to anyone out there is, especially leaders, Show your face, even if it's on video. <laughs> okay, if your staff <laughs> is that remote, put that camera in front of you and show them that right. it's okay. Because when people see that you're okay, it makes everyone else feel safe. Exactly. They feel we're protected and it'll be okay.
0: Well, and you know, we we're people and we're used to having interaction. And yep. so when you know, you're at home, you lose that interaction. So being able to visibly see someone, and you can see, you know, if they're nervous, you can see if they're upset. I mean, all those things, it's hard for us to hide those things. And so having that confidence of you sending that video to your team every single day is so impactful to them. And I'm sure it just makes them feel reassured that you're in it with them and and that's a lot of it you know i think you know as we're going through your mindset is so important as far as handling this what are the things that you're doing to make sure that you have the right mindsets and you continue to be that strong leader that you are
1: well i think number one i having your network Having your people that you feel connected to, whether you call it your tribe, your community, your, you know, whatever that even, even the value of even social media nowadays, right? I noticed that, and I was even speaking to my marketing team about this, that I noticed that over the weekend, because people are not out and about as much, people were a little bit more on social, but the tone of what they were posting and what they were doing, it changed. It varied. So I think one of the things is stay with your community and your tribe and your support system, because if you stay within that group, once again, no one can always be happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, rainbows and sunshine. You right. know, it, it's not that easy to be like that. Right. But when you have that support system that group of people that you can say all right this is what i'm experiencing how about you and you can kind of say oh yeah i have that same thing happening you know how are you handling that that comforts you and allows you that by having that tribe or community that you can kind of let down your walls a little bit and have those behind the scenes conversations that helps you to be able to put yourself in the front for your customers or for your team members or whoever you have to be that maybe you're not going to let those walls down in front of because they rely on you to be that rock. So I think a lot of it is staying with your your network that you trust and that supports you. That's very important. And again, I I will tell you in the just, just today, just today, two calls From two different groups of people saying, Laura, come on this call because I want to hear what you're experiencing from a wholesale lender and I want your opinion because we're going to make changes in our entire industry and get the message out to, that's powerful. Right, it is. That's powerful. I mean, we're coming together. I mean, one call was at five this morning of somebody reaching out to me saying, Laura, this is important. I want want to hear. And then from that call, it went to the next and I'm like. Look at what's happening. Yes. People are not sitting around going, the sky is falling, oh my goodness. Now, we could have that choice. We could decide, oh, we're all gonna sit here and we're going to be preparing for disaster. You could, it's probably not gonna be productive. <laughs> it's probably not going to help work us in the long term. <laughs> you could, you could do that. Um. Or you can do what you are doing, okay? You're a perfect example. You're saying, okay, We've got a situation. If we pull everyone together, we can learn from each other. We can share how we're keeping ourselves in the right mindset. And then from there, look at how much better we're going to be right. as a community, as an industry, as a team and a network. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: and, and surrounding those people. And then also, you know, you talked about not watching the news all the time, yeah. taking a break, you know, and, and, you know, I actually limit myself as far as how much I'm watching, I'll watch it in the morning, I'll turn it on if I take a lunch break, and then I'll watch it for a little bit in the evening. My son's going to school in Ohio, he has a esports team in Atlanta, so we have you know people across the country, so I'll pay attention to those different areas. But then, it's also a matter of, I wanna make sure that I'm refueling, being able to stay positive, and years ago, before I got in the mortgage industry, I was a corporate trainer at Dale Carnegie Training, and one of my favorite books that he had written is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to pull that book out tonight and I'm going to start really reading it. What are well, you, what are you reading right now?
1: I, so I actually have a podcast that I do. I started it July. has nothing to do with the mortgage business. Oh, no nice. Deliberately. Deliberately. <laughs> the reason why I did that is because I wanted to meet people outside of our industry. Right. And all the, every one of my guests is doing something positive in the world. Right Tonight, when I leave and I go home tonight, I am interviewing a woman that wrote a book. It's actually called um, Grit and Grace, how to have grit and grace, okay? Right. The reason why I share that is, I could have said, now is not the time to be doing a positive podcast. <laughs> Actually, it's, it probably is exactly it is. the time yep. to be doing a positive podcast. Absolutely, it's a perfect when, time. Yeah, Wednesday I'm interviewing a woman that's a positive psychologist. Why? I need to know what does she recommend right. we do at this time. Again, I'm thinking to myself after a whole day of the mortgage business, Then going home and interviewing someone, maybe I'm not in the mood for that. But then again, maybe that's exactly what I need.
0: Exactly. So you will have to, and I don't know if you have a link to your podcast, if you can say that now, and we'll make sure and include that in the bottom on this video as well.
1: Very easy. It's positively charged biz.
0: (laughs) I love it. Positively charged biz and we'll make sure and drop it in the link on the video below here too. So make sure and check that out. And it sounds like you have some other great people. Um, I actually have a couple people I'll send to you to put on your podcast. That would be great for you to do. And that's the power of networking. I mean, that's the power of what we're doing right now. So make sure you're building your network communicating, letting your team know what's going on, letting your partners know what's going on, and, you know, finding ways to be able to communicate with your borrowers that makes them feel comfortable is important right now. You know, we have a lot of touches in our business, and now you really need to increase those touches. And just like the things you're talking about, staying positive, it's those same kind of conversations. This is a great time, and I know everyone's busy right now, but you know, maybe for 30 minutes when you get home at night, go through your database and just pick up the phone from somebody you haven't heard from and just check in on them and, you know, see how they're doing, see what's happening. And you don't have to, it's not for business. It's just the sheer point of checking in on them. I agree. So those are some of the great things to do. So, um, you know, one of the things that I do want to talk about, because right now, obviously business is important, but one of the things that your staff is dealing with as well, is balancing that work life, and for many, they have kids that are now home from school. You know, we just moved my mother-in-law in with us because she lives by herself, and we didn't want her being by herself, you know, and so, you know, what are the things that, that you're advising your staff or you're making recommendations on being able to have that work-life balance?
1: Yeah, and, and going back to social again, so I'm um, in charge of a women's group for the mortgage business, and I actually saw a post from one of the ladies just today, and she was posting, I'm trying to be the perfect mom, the perfect loan officer, the perfect wife, the perfect, 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 she says, and and I I feel like I'm at my wit's end. I'm trying, but I just can't balance it all right now. Right. And The first thing with her is the fact that she felt comfortable to voice it. So I think the first thing is with all of our team members or our relatives, it could be our friends, it could be our family, it could be everybody, is that it's okay to feel a little overwhelmed right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's okay. And that's why when you even mentioned reaching out to a former um, person that maybe you worked with and just check in with them, that goes... So far, whether it's a former person you did a a, a transaction with, or a team member you work with, or you just mentioned it, you have people that were working in an office, now are working by themselves in a house, okay? You feel so much on an island when you are not interacting with others, okay? It's a different frame of mind. And reaching out to someone, I think that's one of the, the best things you can do, is touch base and just say, how are you doing? You know, how's your day? You know, how's, how's things going? So I think the first thing is giving people permission to allow them to connect. Because you're right, parents are have their children doing online school at yeah. their house. I mean, and normally they're dropping them off at the bus stop. I mean, so many things have changed and yes, We're all concerned about our older parents that we're worried about, or older relatives, or or friends of family. I mean, that is a real concern. That's something, as humans, again, we have to. So I think opening ourselves up to not just communicate with our own, with everyone, it's a human reaction that we have to, number one, give them permission that it's okay to feel a little overwhelmed right now. And that's normal. Right. Let people allow themselves to feel that way, and be there to listen. Truly listen, right. because a lot of times we say we're listening, we're really not. We're really just waiting for someone to say something that we can we can tell them our side of it, and we can give them our opinion. Yeah, actually yeah. listen.
0: Yeah, and and that's so important. I had somebody tell me one time who was a speaker, it said, "We're, we're either loading or reloading." So, um, so having and it is a great reminder of that to really you know have that dialogue and it can be over video, yeah. and so you know being able to to do that and you know just set up and it can be your phone. I mean, it doesn't have to be. We're doing this on computer, but you know you can pick up your phone, get a phone stand. You know there's lots of different ways to be able to engage, and you know even if you can't, you know do it. Um, you know on uh, whether you're you know you're calling somebody internationally. That's another thing too. Yeah. That can be a challenge as far as calling, but you can FaceTime somebody um, through Facebook.
1: Absolutely. And
0: there's no data there. So looking for other alternatives to be able to engage and look for fun things, too. It's like, um, you know, at the time of this recording, it's March 16th. Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. And so nobody's going to be going out. I mean, at least no- nobody I know of. So it's like maybe you have a virtual celebration and, you know, you just set up to where you can skype and just have a bunch of people and catch
1: up and you know pour your guinness at home and and i think that's, and that's another good point like what i mentioned earlier i think sometimes we get afraid that people will think that it's inappropriate to show that you're smiling or having fun right. but it's a reminder we have to yeah because by allowing ourselves to relax it actually will help everyone, not just us. It helps right. the people we come in contact with. Right. So yes, thank you for that. Have some fun, right. share, be a little silly. Right. It's, it's okay, you yeah. know, like it, it's, if anything that right now is teaching us, we need to be a little more silly a lot more often.
0: Right, yeah, and, and enjoy life. And this, you know, just like so many challenges we've been through, this too will pass. And uh, you know, I told my son he's off at school in Ohio, and I said, you know what? A year from now, we'll be watching the movie about this, and uh, Tom Hanks will make a cameo, and, uh, <laughs> right. and he will look fabulous. Things.
1: It looks fabulous. Yeah.
0: So you know we need just to to look for that and uh, for that day and and we don't know when that will be. We obviously hope it's going to be soon. But the main thing is to be able to you know control your thoughts, control your actions, find that resource group, and uh, and then make sure and communicate all great information that you've shared. And I so appreciate you taking time. I know you are swamped, and so. I really so appreciate you, you know, hopping on and, uh, you know, just being the very first to say, Hey, I'm on board. Let's do this. And, Listen, uh, Ginger,
1: I, I really do kudos to you for putting this together. Um, I believe that this is as important as everything else that we do. Yeah. So thank you for this. I appreciate you and what you're doing and you're correct. This too will pass.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Laura. And uh, we're going to put your information below. So if you can um, just tell just really quickly um, where people can find you and some of the
1: services that you offer, um,
0: because I'm sure they want to hear about that.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm Laura Brandeo, president of AFR Wholesale. So, our website is AFR Wholesale. We do special, we're a national lender. I lend everywhere except Alaska and Hawaii. I can do all the different loans, but my specialty loans are construction to permanent, manufactured housing, a national FHA down payment assistance program, and I'm also number one in renovation on the wholesale side. So, there you nice. go.
0: Very good. So, a great place to go and a great resource. And thank you for your positivity. And also thank you for helping us to flatten the curve, not the spirit. So, thanks, guys, for tuning in.
1: And uh, check out our next episode that coming up sometime soon.